Welcome back to the Hot Tip S Daily Pick Show for the sixth week of the 2021 PFL season. Closing out the regular season with a pretty good card on slate for tonight. So let's just get right into these picks. Starting off with a women's fight, Caitlin Young minus 200 versus Marion Marais. Um, Caitlin Young comes into this fight 12-10-1 in her pro career. So on paper, not a great record. Um, but Mariana is not... Uh, is not great in her own right you know 16 11 and 0 in her career so um both these fighters have had some questionable losses um but what we saw at the the first event uh, of the year for these two girls um caitlin looked like the much better gets the unanimous decision over cindy dandice and cindy is cindy's an awful fighter she can't throw a jab to save her life i mean caitlin young was an easy easy bet in that fight um and caitlin young is five and one in her last six fights all against semi maybe not cindy a decent opponent but semi decent opponents and at 35 years old um she seems to be fighting at her after absolute peak of her career um for marina on the other hand lost via tko to kayla harrison at pfl3 um and just really didn't look look great in that fight she does have a, some decent experience um as far as names that she's fought but unfortunately, most of the big names that she fought, she ends up losing the fight. Um, you know, she just really, when when she has that that step up in competition, she sends to not do well. But only 26 years old. So, you know, coming into this fight, um, however you want to look at that, the old person, the young person. But there is a nine-year age gap between these two fighters. Personally, I think the 35-year-old, I think Caitlin Young, right at her peak, right at her, her best performing as far as fights go. Um, and she is just a very excellent striker, a very powerful, hard hitter, um, and really just a more technical fighter coming into this one. Um, for Marina, she likes to take the fight to the ground, and it's worked pretty well for her. In her 16 wins, half of those coming via submission. Um, so definitely helps out there. Um, but for Caitlin Young, if she stays smart in the fight, which she tends to do, which we saw against Cindy, um, she should really have no problem winning this fight. You know, if she avoids the mat, um, not to say that she can't wrestle, um, but it's probably going to be her weakest or her, her weakest place to go in this fight. But even if she had, takes it to the ground, I don't think she'd have much of a problem. Um, but if she can defend the takedowns, if she can keep this fight on her feet, I really don't see her having much of any problem winning this fight. I think she, she thinks she gets her, her career, you know, back on the right track here in the later years of it. Um, and, you know, maybe it shows us something in the PFL playoff. Who knows? Um, so she could be an interesting fighter there. A little bit of juice here. Minus 200 as we record the show here. Um, I mean, nothing crazy. Minus 200 is, is probably about the, the 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 highest that I would want to take for the PFL. Even though I say that I had like two minus 300 guys that lost last week. But that's besides the point. Um, I like Caitlin Young. <laughs> minus 200 for this fight. Second fight on our card, another women's fight between Taylor Guadardo, I can't talk right now, and Laura Sanchez. Both these fighters come in one and one in their pro career, so relatively new to the pro scene. Guadardo, you know, had that the win over Helena Kozowski by unanimous decision at PFL3. Um, and Taylor has a, a pretty stellar amateur record both these girls do but taylor nine and oh in her amateur career with that only loss coming against ronda rousey back in i don't know 2011 2012 via an arm bar that was in like the 20 seconds into the fight um but losing to ronda rousey i mean obviously not a not a uh a disappointment at all um and then when that's your only amateur loss definitely 
is, is a good sign and she's you know taylor is a very aggressive fighter likes to push her opponents likes to pressure them laura sanchez on the other hand the striking just isn't as nearly as good and even though she is four and one in her amateur career um the the level of experience granted it's hard to say that either of these girls have a huge level of experience you know being in their third pro fights um but it just it seems a little bit lower um coming into this one and her defense leaves herself exposed at times you know likes to leave the hands down kind of leave herself open um and her head movement's not great likes to stay in one place not really move around a whole lot and she's just straight up not as athletic as taylor Rodardo is in this fight um a slower fighting style and her stamina just honestly is not nearly as good um laura sanchez in my opinion is an easy person to bet against here in this fight um well granted we don't have a whole lot of tape on either of these girls and you know um when it comes to women's mma it's it, it could be whatever at times um but i think taylor you know being able to p push her fighter you know control the pace of the fight um and if she can work well in the clinch I think that, that she can easily win this fight. Granted, I don't see either of these girls, you know, finishing the fight. I think it most likely goes the distance no matter what. Um, but at minus 145, don't have to lay a whole lot of juice with Taylor Guadardo here. Um, I think it's an absolutely great bet. So like Taylor Guadardo, minus 145 for this fight. For the last fight of the night, we take a look at Brandon Sales taking on Dennis Goltsev. Um, for Brandon Sales, 6-1 and one in his pro career, but at age 40, I mean, that, that's not a whole lot of fights to fit in at age 40, which we'll get to that in a second. Dennis Goltsev, on the other hand, the much more experienced fighter coming into this one, 26-6-0 in his pro career, um, and he was 3-1 and one during the 2019 PFL season, um, and starting off this season pretty good with a win over Mo DeReese at PFL3, um, and he does have the nine year age advantage here um at 31 years old however i absolutely discounted the hell out of brandon sales going up against muhammad uzman and sales impressed the crap out of me you know before his pfl stint here but grand um it had been three years since he he had last fought um and he had only had in those three fights in 2017 2018 before that he had only <laughs> only fought four fights since 2012 so i mean it's it's not like he has fought a whole lot. You know, he's only six and one in his pro career. Um, but when you break it down a little more, four and oh since he's returned to MMA in 2017. Um, and don't quote me on this because I, I forgot to look it up. I was gonna look it up here before the fight, but I'm pretty sure he served in the army or the military or something in that gap from 2012 to 2017. So it's not like he was I mean, he was out of fighting, obviously, so he wasn't in fighting shape, but it's not like he was just sitting on the couch uh, being lazy. You know, he was in good physical condition, um, and he showed that against Muhammad Usman. You know, rear naked choke victory in that fight. Age was absolutely not a factor in that fight, and really all the people I've seen breaking down this fight, a lot of people who talked about this fight, really just discount sales strictly because of his age, and I get it. He is not the better fighter in this fight obviously you know he's my he's plus 230 for a reason but in my opinion plus 230 is just too much for this fight you know he's got the inch and a half reese advantage and he's a very aggressive fighter granted if he doesn't get the finish early there's a chance that he tires himself out and, and ends up getting himself finished um but he's just straight up shouldn't be as big of a dog for dennis galtsev on the other hand um, he's a good kickboxer, very dangerous with the legs, um, and he 100% has the advantage in this fight if it goes to the ground. Um, I don't think Sales has much of a fight at all on the ground, um, but he's just not a smooth fighter. You know, he's just kind of choppy at times, I think. Um, and I think Sales at plus 230 here is an absolute steal with value. I think Brandon Sales 
if, if you take the age out of the question, if you just didn't know how old either of these fighters were, I think sales would probably be plus 150, maybe plus 160. So the fact that you're getting plus 230 here um, is insane. He already got the huge upset victory over Usman. He's obviously fighting uh, for the, you know, a PFL playoff spot here. So he's going to want to win this fight anyway. So um, everything... <laughs> I, I, I hate I don't I don't I, I don't know I just I can't decide on this fight but Brandon Sales plus 230 just too good of odds for me to pass on to be quite honest so like Sales plus 230 for this one and that wraps it up for the PFL show for this week if you want to see more MMA action happening this week uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel you know following all the stuffs because got pfl bellator ufc all happening this week um if you're not following me at hot to bets chris on twitter and instagram make sure you follow me there i'll post all of the you know all of the shows um as well as follow the um at hot to bets chris on the best stamp app to get early access to all the picks unfortunately pfl bellator not up on the app but the ufc will be up there for all of those picks and also follow the hot to bets main account twitter instagram facebook tiktok so you can check out the computer model picks there um as well as if you're watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content most importantly drop a comment down below what do you think about the picks for tonight's pfl action love to hear what you got to say so thanks for watching today's show and i will see you guys tomorrow <laughs>